the volume. Hey guys, it's the Sessions presented by FanDuel. The sports calendar is packed and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. There are so many sports to bet on like the NBA, college basketball, PGA Tour. FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long. And when you win, you get paid real fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play like the spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. The app is safe, secure, and so easy to use. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting, and you can combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and try out the same-game parlay plus. So download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Disclaimer, 21 plus in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hope is here. GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Maine. Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY for New York. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG for Colorado, Iowa, Minneapolis, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat for Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT for Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com for Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP for Louisiana. Visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org for Maryland. 1-800-522-4700 for Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net for West Virginia. Do I sound okay? Yeah, you sound great. Well, you don't think you're, you sound good? No, I'm not sure because my daughter likes to, um, she, this, my, all my equipment has been in her room for anyone that's been watching. I've been recording in her bedroom and she sees all the dials and knobs and she started like messing around with everything. So I'm like, "Mm, I think I got it where it needs to be. Well, here's a radio rule of thumb, right? And because you have a scarlet. This is the podcast, by the way. Welcome to the sessions, everybody. It's me and Emilio, baby. How you doing? Um, so here's a rule of thumb. You can keep it at 12 o'clock on your, your focus right. Literally not one dial is at 12 o'clock. <laughs> I'm sitting at 2.30. I'm sitting at 5. And I'm sitting I, again at about roughly 2.30. So here's all I know. I know I can hear you. And my, I look at on my audacity and I can see that there's little waves that it's recording me. Guys, this is podcasting 101. Just make sure you can hear and make sure you see that you're being recorded. That's it. That's all there is to having a podcast. Listen, if you are a successful podcast host, it's literally throwing shit on a wall and hoping that it sticks. That's all we're doing. Which, by the way, by the by, I just put out a little post um, because we're nominated or we're on a short list for the Sports Podcast Awards in the combat sports category amongst great, great talents. I'm very thrilled. So I just put out a little post. Um, I put it out Sunday. I think I was probably supposed to post it before then. I've been a bad communicator as of late. I would like to apologize. I don't respond to emails. I don't really respond to texts. I'm just checked out. I'm completely checked out. Well, let's let's talk about that for a minute. Why? Let's unpack. This. There's a lot to unpack here. It sounds Dude, like there's so much to unpack. Quite 
literally within my house. So just for me to set the stage, it's been a really hectic, let's say two months. We know the house is being renovated. We were staying at an Airbnb. I don't think that I've updated anybody on here. I know I, I, I did like an Instagram story about it. We were staying at an Airbnb and the house flooded with shit water. And sewage water started coming up through the bathtub, through the obviously from the toilet. We had to evacuate the premise. It was me, John, two dogs, a fucking cat, a baby. I'm scooping everybody up, hauling everybody in the car. We got to get out of here before we all explode. So we fled that scene, came back home to our house, which I've been like elbow. I'm in my Ange mode right now. I am elbow greasing every nook and cranny, every little thing because it's really dusty in here and our house is really, really old. So I can't have any lead bullshit from this house in my house around my baby. And then we've been in California the last 10 days. So I'm just, I'm up to my eyeballs in dust and shit. (laughs) So if I'm not responding to emails and texts, that's why. It's not that I'm disinterested or that I'm uh, that I, I'm just being rude. I'm just coping with shit and dust over here. You are ankle deep in shit. Quite literally. Here was my silver lining during the shit situation. I was so happy that it was not my personal house filled with shit. I was like, you know what? This is an Airbnb. I can at least leave. Silver lining. At least you don't got to clean up shit. I didn't have to clean the shit. I didn't have to touch the Shit. No, I was really worried, too, because my my beautiful pink suit that I wore for the Revolution pay-per-view was downstairs. I was like, if shit got on this fucking suit. Well, RJ would have turned that into a big bit if it was like, Renee, what's that smell? He turns everything into a bit. That guy turns every little thing into a bit. It's hard to keep up with. So that's what's going on here. But again, more silver lining. The house is almost done. The countertops go in. By the time this episode drops, I should have countertops in my kitchen. I'm living high on the hog. It's nice. It's all fine. Sometimes you have to enjoy the spoils of the nonsense that you go through, right? So for every lead dusty thing you got to clean and, you know, poopy waters, you now get to look at a brand new kitchen. You get to soak in a beautiful tub. Oh, my God. The luxury. That stallion of a husband can finally sit down and take a hot shower and not have to stand like the rest of us simps. Oh, by the way, no one cares about this, but this just popped in my head. Maybe people do care. Nora climbed up on the bench uh, because our laundry room is in where the, the bathroom is upstairs. She climbed up on the bench checking everything out. She bit it. Bit it off that onto the tile, smashed her head. She got a little bruise on her head. I mean, she's a champ. She she'll take it on the chin and kind of like roll with it. She's her father's daughter, but she, she yeah, she was fine. She got like a little bruise on her head, but I gasped. John was downstairs. He's like, "What just happened?" Because normally, if she falls, I kind of like no sell it. Uh, but this time, I was like, <gasps> right on the like tile floor, and she scorpioned as well. She hit her head and then scorpioned. I was like, ooh. Ooh, a pause. Yeah, it was bad. Because I remember when I was a kid, me and Vincent were, were wrestling on in the living room, and he hit his face on a marble coffee table. Ooh. And he no-sold it. He was like, he was busted open. Oh, he was shit. no more than maybe like four. He no-sold it. My mother was like, what the fuck's up with this kid? <laughs> 
Like, does, are you are you concussed? Do you need something? No, he was just like, you know, sitting there playing with like the Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels on the way to the to the hospital. And I'm like sitting there like traumatized, like, oh, my God, he's bleeding. He's bleeding. Terrifying. And he just walked it off like a man. Vinny is just a man. He's a man's man. Speaking of man, men's men, my hulking husband just walked in the house. He's going to be on the podcast next. So he's he just got a workout. He's warmed up. I hope his vocals are warmed up. Huh? Where do you think the baby is? I put her to bed. She's in a laundry basket in my closet while I record the podcast. Yeah, I just put her to bed. So that was the other thing. We've, we've been in California because we just had the pay-per-view. We, we had TV, pay-per-view, and then another TV. So we had Nora out in California with us. Which, oh my God, what a delight she is. But she's been a little wonky with the time change coming back home. So let's just have a little thoughts and prayers that we make it through this podcast without me having to go upstairs and put her ass back to bed. And daylight savings too. And daylight savings on top of that. What is happening? What a useless I'm hanging concept. on by a thread, Emilio. Why did, like I thought, did we not unanimously as a people decide that we're no longer doing um, daylight savings? I thought that we agreed. We seen it on Twitter and we were like, we're done with this. I know. And then here it is again in the summer or spring. And it's like, no, no, we're spring forward, whatever the fuck. I don't believe in it. I slept till the same time as I do every day. My schedule is not affected by this. So did you actually gain another hour sleeping? No, I lost an hour. No, we, we lose lost, an hour. Yeah. We lose an hour. In the winter, oh, okay, because yeah. of the winter solstice, quote unquote, we gain an hour of darkness. When it's spring and it's all about renewal and revival, the sun comes out earlier. You would think after 37 years, I would have a firm concept on how the time change works. But I still, every time I'm like, I don't know what happened. I just go by whatever time my phone tells me it is because it automatically changes. That's what I go by. I don't know anything beyond that. Oh, same. I'm a sheep. I, 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 if I look on my calendar and I see it's like 31 days this month, I'm like blown away. I'm like, wait a minute. March has 31 days? Couldn't tell what? you. What? I don't know. I know February's short. Beyond that, I got nothing. So how was the West Coast? I seen the tweets. I seen the photos. You're having beach moments with the kid. There's a zoo. You're eating crabs. Like you're just, you're enjoying life. Honestly, it was a really great trip. We stayed at a beautiful Airbnb. So we stayed in Pacifica, which is, you know, 15, 20 minutes outside of San Francisco. But like on the beach, way more chill. I had no cell service. There he is, a Sasquatch himself. A constant worker. Constant okay. worker. <laughs> you, he just like leans into like the gimmick of like skulking in the back. <laughs> I forget how tall he is. I forget how tall he is, too. You know what? Sometimes I forget how tall he is as well. And I'm like, you're kind of a big guy. Like, I know he's big, but then I'll see him next to somebody else. I'm like, look at you go. And I'm not short either, but no, I'm like. what are you? You're six foot? I'm six, six foot. One? Normal six one. And I'm like, I look at him. I'm like, this man's big. No, I was asking how tall Emilio was. I know how tall you are. He's 6'3", 245. That's what they say in your announcement, right? Now he's not answering me. Is that what they say? Not 245. Do they say 235? Hmm. We'll get Justin Roberts on the horn. See what he has to say about it. I don't know what it is. We have to have yeah. him on. Actually, we that him do would... do the <laughs> He would be a good guest. He would be fun to have on. Um, but anyways, no, going out to the West Coast was awesome. We had a really great time. I went to the fancy Taco Bell. 
um, which I stumbled upon. So I didn't, it, it was a whole situation. Me and Soraya were supposed to go, turned into a whole fiasco where she was pissed that I, I um, put my daughter, oh, <laughs> a little blue cameo. <laughs> if you're watching this on YouTube, you are going to get a treat this episode. If you're not, get over there now. It's the place to be. So Taco Bell. So I went, I was like, oh, as you know, I'm a mom. I'm going to take my kid out. We'll go have a beach day. We're just going to hang. So we went out to the beach, which was literally, you turn left on the main street out of our Airbnb and it was like the first beach you come across. There was a fucking Taco Bell. Was I not supposed to go? I had to go. It was right there. It was 10 o'clock in the morning though, but it was, it was worth it. It was great. I got my two soft taco Supremes. I didn't get the margarita, like the whole kit and caboodle of it is that it's one of those Taco Bell cantinas. So it's like fancier. It's on the beach. There's like a beautiful fireplace. It it was a poppin' little spot. There's a fireplace at a Taco Bell? Is this Demolition Man? Pretty much. Pretty much. That's what I was living in. Yeah, but I didn't get to have the margarita or have like some kind of a cerveza. I feel like I needed to like really be in that moment. But at 10 in the morning, you got to be a responsible adult. I was driving it my daughter around in a minivan, so I, I could not have the margarita. You know, I've never had Taco Bell. Honestly, if it was anybody else in the world that told me that, I would be floored. I'm not surprised you've not had it. <laughs> it just never appealed to me. It just so doesn't. Taco Bell is the best fast food. It's fantastic. Their hot sauces are incredible. Menu, great. You can like really adapt a lot of things. I also think I just have like some like deep core memories. Well, I know that I do deep core memories of my dad used to pick us up from elementary school on like Wednesdays or something and he would take us to Taco Bell on our lunch break. So to go get a taco and have like some cinnamon twists, that's some childhood unlocked memory shit for me. Shout out to Tex, man. Tex. That's my guy. Do you know that like him and I are real friendly on Instagram? Like I, know. I will comment on his posts. He's a, I love Tex. I am a, I'm a big Tex guy. Yeah. Huge. Tex is a very social man. He he likes to, he, he's gotten very chummy with Soraya. They're buddy, buddy. They, I think he talks to her more than he talks to me. I don't know how that happened. So I, I want to propose this then. So why don't we do this? Next time we do the Renee and Emilio show. I get some Taco Bell, you get some Taco Bell, and we do a little mukbang, and I will copy your order to a T. Okay. So I always just do a soft taco supreme. I want a soft taco. It's got a little nice line of sour cream in there. That's what makes it supreme. I think that's the only difference is a sour cream. It's simple. It's delicious. It's not heavy. I always feel fine afterwards. But the real key is the nacho fries. When nacho fries are out, which I don't know why they are stingy and weird of not keeping it on the menu. They keep it like special, which I guess, cool, I get it. But like, I think people would keep coming for the nacho fries if you kept it on the menu. I think it's like the McRib. They want to like bring it back every so often so you get hyped for it. And then they do those really interesting commercials where yeah, you had like yeah. Josh Dumel and Sarah Hyland right. and all these other celebrities making like a big gamuria about like these cheesy fries. And that's just what they are, right? They're just like spicy, cheesy fries. They're not spicy. They're like seasoned. And the seasoning is excellent. The seasoning alone, like that you can have like the cheese to dip it in, fine. But honestly, just them on their own. Them on their own, as far as I'm concerned, kind of trump any other fast food fry. They're very good. I'm that's a huge big fan. Talk. Yeah. I know. I've also haven't eaten fast food in so long because I'm I'm literally a weirdo and I'm like, if it ain't grown organically, grass fed, grass finished, ain't eating it, brother. 
Listen, I love that. And it's good for you. That's the way to be. When you have a kid and you're driving around sometimes and like to have to stop and get out of the car and go get food when we're all hungry, sometimes that's just not possible. We just need a nugget every now and then. Every now and then you got to stop and get some fucking nuggets. What type of nugget do you prefer with the? Are you a McNugget girl or are you a Wendy's gal? Wendy's. I prefer a Wendy's nugget. Chicken McNuggets, honestly, they don't hold up. Like, I loved McNuggets when I was a kid. And in Canada, they serve it with honey as this, the dip. I would have like a McNugget dipped in honey, and it was awesome. That's not really, I don't think that's a thing. I don't think anywhere in the United States, it's awesome. But I don't want to, bar- I'm not a big barbecue sauce person, so I don't want to like, I don't know, the dip kind of throws me off. So a standalone McNugget just doesn't cut it for me. At Wendy's, though, if you get like a spicy nugget, I like that there's the option. I feel like there's a little more like meat in the Wendy's nugget. I prefer the Wendy's chicken over McDonald's chicken. Yeah, like a spicy chicken sandwich. Fuck me up. Let's go. Is it the batter that's different? Is it because like the McDonald's one is more maybe with flour as opposed to the Wendy's, which is like a breadcrumb? Like, you know that a chicken McNugget is pretty much never going to be crispy. They're always a little flaccid. I want a crisp. I want a little snap. And I feel like even like a bad Wendy's nugget still has a little kick to it. You know what used to hit for me too? Because my my junior high school was literally four paces down from a a Burger King. Those Burger King chicken strips. Oh, yeah. The chicken fries? Whatever they that were. What it, didn't they do I, chicken fries? They look fries? like chicken fries. I don't know if they were fries or strips. But Renee, it was the most delicious thing that I could eat as a kid. And then I was like skinny fat. So I had like a little Buddha belly <laughs> and I was I'm like skinny fat right now. It's great. And oh, I'm hitting the weight. I'm looking solid right now. I'm so happy. Not, like I saw you in the gym. I mean, geez, getting after it. The abs are popping back again. Like, Good for um, you. Yeah, who would have thought that when you go back to eating animal protein that you get, get all this like, here. you get all this energy and all these amino acids in your system? In the back. I know. Keeps you full. Oh my God, what a treat. I got a little junk in the trunk. When I was doing my rack pulls, a ton of people were like, I did not know you had an ass. Are the pants suffering for this? Oh, my jeans don't fit me no more around my thighs and my and my boom boom. You got to get the same kind of jeans as John. You need a little stretch. Let the thighs breathe. Let the butt breathe. Got to get a little stretch. He's got some junk in the trunk. So I got to like ask him. I got to be like, yo, cheeks are popping now. What am I doing? I always say to him, I'm like, you know what? And I'll talk to him about this on the next episode when he's on here with me. He's got a very underrated leg. He's got a great leg and it never gets any television time. He wore trunks for one second in New Japan and like let those legs out. They're nice. He's got a great leg. The Internet shit themselves when he came out with them with the little tiny boots on and the and the thighs. Big Daddy came to party. Yes, he did. And I, and you know that there was some there was some Internet fan fiction being written about those thighs. <laughs> <laughs> Squeeze the watermelon. Show us what you can do. Um, what what has been going on with you? What's happening with you? I'm in shit in dust world. What's up with you? Oh, I got tested for um, ADHD. I passed with flying colors. Yeah. So, okay, run me through the test. What did they make you do? So my therapist first off, like, honed in on something that I was talking about. And he was like, all right, wait, go back to this one specific instance. How did how did you feel? What are you doing? You seem like you're hyper-focused and hyper-fixated 
on X, Y, and Z. And I was. And I'm like, damn, okay. He's like, listen, I'm going to ask you a set of questions. And literally, it's just a rundown. Like, do you get overwhelmed with certain things? Do you um, not really communicate too well with people when you're in a zone? Do you look at your phone and say, I'll text them later and it's done? Oh, I'm so bad for that. Does your personal life suffer in, in these categories here? How do you feel? Is it strong, indifferent, or strongly agree, strongly disagree? So it was like a whole thing. It literally took us about like maybe 25 minutes to do this whole thing. And then he was like, I got news for you, buddy. He goes, you got it. Did he give you something? Well, he suggested that I could take meds, but I said no. He gave me a list of um, support groups that I can go to if I want. You're not going to a fucking support group. And by the way, if you're at a support group, I support you in that. Get it. But I, f- I mean, listen, I feel like a support group for like some therapy shit if you need it. Absolutely. For ADHD. That's what I said. I don't think you need a, th- a support group for that. I would just live with it. You've been living with it for this long. What's the difference? I'm 40. So I was like, what can I do? He was like, honestly, he goes, list out your tasks, set reminders on your phone to not be so hyper focused. Take a breathing break. Answer your phone when people text you. If you can't do it in that moment, he goes, when you're done doing your work, set a reminder. Okay, text these people back. Like, just be real thorough and diligent about getting back and don't put off your personal stuff. Don't you feel like if you were going to set a reminder to text somebody back, the amount of time it takes me to go in my phone, go to my fucking timer thing, type out what I needed to do, I'll just respond to the person. I'd rather just do it. Yeah, my my, my thing is like, like, for instance, right? Like, you know who my best friend is. He and I will will talk. He goes to bed real early. Then I'm left to my own devices. It's like me and John. You guys have the same relationship as me and John. Right. And then he gets up. I'm going to bed and then we'll talk a little while and then I get to work and then I'm like, oh shit, like a couple hours go by and I realize I left the text message on red. I apologize real quick. He understands. And it's like, it's nothing. But some people really take offense. They're like, hi, I've been waiting for days. How dare you? I'm like, whoa. That's some bullshit. All the things you're saying certainly qualify for me as well. We're all like, I'll forget about stuff or I get busy with things or like, honestly, I just have some people that text me about shit that I don't really need to fucking respond to. I don't have time to just like be on a text conversation all day. I got other shit going on. But at the same time, though, keep sending me the messages, (laughs) keep including me in the group chat. I would like to I would like to be the voyeur in this group chat, but I'm not always going to participate. I feel like the people that get upset with you, like not responding, if it's like a business thing or something like that, I can understand. And it's it's really not fair to go, could you just nudge me if you needed something again? I know that's not fair. If we're being honest, though, if we're being honest, if I ask you to do something work-wise, it gets done like snappy snap. Right? I'm, I'm not terrible to work with, right? You've been the best boss I've ever had. <laughs> I mean, if I'm be honest. <laughs> and I'm not just yes. saying that. Guys, right. put that on repeat. Everybody <laughs> turn your volume up to the max. Everybody hear that. Echo it. Echo chamber it. Let everybody know. You know what I like about your, your leadership with it? And you told me from day one, you were like, listen, I trust you. Do the thing. If I have an opinion on the thing, you will know about it. If not, just go and continue to do what you're doing because you can be thick in the weeds when I have to do a thousand and one other things. Hell yeah. No, that's key. You, you're like my eyes and ears if I don't have my eyes and ears available sometimes. So like you are uh, 
Take my strong hand. I'm always Take on the internet. <laughs> always on the internet. Honestly, always on the internet. Okay, so you got tested for your ADHD. It's funny, like, I feel like, I mean, kind of what we were just saying, once you're at a certain age and you've just kind of been dealing, and if you're not going to take medication for something and you know you're not going to take medication for something, I would. I mean, I guess I'd want to take the test just to, like, know, but I'm not going to do anything about it. No, I'm just, I wasn't going to do anything about it either, but he was just like, I, I want to do this just because I'm just curious because you have the signs of it. And he asked me too, he goes, as a child, when you were going to school, did you have an IEP? And I was like, yes, I did. What's, wait, what, what is that? An IEP? Yeah. So if you have like, let's say like processing disorder or like you had trouble reading or doing arithmetic or whatever, you would get put in, not in the top classes, but you would get put in like, like not special education programs, but you would have a little bit extra time on tests and all that sure. stuff. So I have a whole bunch of my old IEPs because Ange likes to save everything from school. I don't know why she just does. So I was reading some of them over and, and Vinny is getting his second master's degree in education. So my brother was reading over the IEP. Vinny's a real overachiever, isn't he? Absolutely. He is. Num- he has a real popular radio show in New York City. A beautiful singing voice. Beautiful singing voice, a side business that's thriving, and he's a top educator in uh, the Board of Ed in New York City. He don't yeah, fuck around big, the kid. We're big Vinny guys over here. Big Vinny guys. He'll love to hear that. Um, <laughs> but and a hell of a baker. Don't forget he's a great baker. My brother's <laughs> just better than me in life. He just hits the he hits the home run. Does Vinny date? Does Vinny go on dates? Is he is he in any kind of a relationship? What's his status? He likes to float between very pretty Staten Island, Jersey housewife looking women. He likes to stay malleable in the situation. Okay. And they're always, they're always very beautiful. Then they're always polite. But then once that one red flag comes up, he's like, see ya. Mm -hmm. You can't complicate my life. But he's very grounded in several things, right? He's grounded in his faith. He's grounded in his career. He's grounded in his students. He don't put anything above that. Does he want to settle down? Yeah, he wants to find a a beautiful wife and have some kids. And I mean, so much so that he's building up next spring in the house. He's building an entire house on top of Angie's house. Oh, my God. Why wouldn't he just go make a new house somewhere else? Well, because he's like, yo, I live three seconds away from work. I am not traveling somewhere else. And houses right now, I can send you houses on Staten Island, even for like an attached townhouse. They want 800000 Honestly, like even like with us doing the kitchen and doing the bathroom, like shit is so expensive. And one thing leads to another, leads to another. Like now my, my yard, whole new deck, whole new fence, all new shit. Because one thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another. It's we're getting the, we're basically buying a new house. John wants to kill me. You just put so much more equity on your house though. And that's why I really wanted to do the kitchen specifically because I was like, man, this house is so great. We need to have like a, our kitchen needs to be popping off. And it is, it be popping. If you do nothing else, you're good right now. That's it. Kitchens, bathrooms, and that new floor in the living room and the fences and the, you're good. You're good. You don't have to do anything anymore. Chef's kiss. But it's so expensive. Expensive. Literally, every time someone calls me, they're like, this is five grand. This is five grand. This is five grand. And that's for like all the little shit. 
I've already paid the bulk of everything else. All the small shit is five grand, five grand, five grand. It's crazy. So we decided to take on a bulk of certain activities for the house, right? When it comes to certain, you know, things to fix. So my brother wanted to do the backyard for my parents as an anniversary gift. I'm like, all right, great. Let's do it. Whatever. And um, so he was like, we're going to do this. Just go half me on everything, including the fencing. It was almost 20000 I was like, excuse me? And then two years later, we had to redo the, the sidewalks in front of the house and the driveway. Because we get bad rain over here and everything starts to billow down. And shit floods. So again, Vinny's like, go half with me again and we'll do that. Renee, that was 12000 I know. It's absurd. Like, and you know what really throws us off? It's like I watch every HGTV show under the fucking sun. I have $50,000 to re- to redo my house. They're like, no problem. I'll redo the whole house for 50 grand. When I went to go look to redo our kitchen, I was like, probably be like 25 grand. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't remember exactly what it was that we paid, but it was definitely more than that. You're also dealing with almost 200-year-old homes. That's that's really the ticket is everything's super old. So they got to like work around shit. Like these floors, to keep these floors and get them redone, because these are original floors to the house. Like, yeah, I had to pay for that. It, I could have just got new floors, honestly. But those floors are so sexy, though. They look so good. And I put new carpet in our bedroom. I don't like carpet. John wanted it in there. I was like, okay, great. Even was expensive. I was like, nobody's even buying carpet anymore. Guys, we're like, we're in a recession. Are we in a recession? No, but shit's going down. Eggs are still $5 and some odd cents for a carton of 12. Gas is like a little bit over like $3 a gallon. It was like five something in California. Dreading going out there at the end of the month. This March, take your first shot at college hoops with FanDuel Sportsbook and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets. Up to $200. Just 20 bucks on the bracket and you'll land 200 in bonus bets, win or lose. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. And FanDuel is now live in Massachusetts. Download the app now and take advantage of their great special offers, boosts, and more. There's no better place to bet the tournament than FanDuel Sportsbook. Sign up today by going to FanDuel slash Renee and make every moment more with FanDuel all tournament long. Disclaimer, 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued at non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Colorado, Iowa, Minnesota, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat, Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. 
Visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, 1-800-522-4700, Wyoming, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Let's talk a little Wale Mania. Talk to me about this because I know, I mean, I've seen the lineup. I know that you guys have some great names. A lot of people attack. I've never been to a Wale Mania and it kind of kills me. I'm not going to be going out to LA. I'm not doing WrestleCon. I'm not going to be out there doing anything. So I'm not going to be at Wale Mania. But I will be having deep and guttural FOMO about not being at Wale Mania. So talk to me about putting it together and all the work you've been doing. That's how we market, really, is FOMO marketing. It's a good way to do it. As a lot of of the good brothers and sisters that work in the ring say, we throw one of the hottest parties of the year. I can hang our hat on that. And I think it is. I think what Kazim, Wale, and myself do is we make it for everybody. I always make the joke that it's the reason for the season. It's the start to what could be a real busy week, depending on who's doing what and where. So our guest of honor is Trinity Fatu this year. She's your guest of honor. Oh my gosh, I love that. It's the first female too that we, we we've done. Okay. Yeah, we've done six of these before. It's the first female guest of honor, so we're we're really excited. But we want to give Trin her flowers. I would like to know what her outfit's going to be because Trin does not miss on the outfits. There's also a ton of surprises that I can tell you after the show. Ooh. Um, but we have a we have a really great lineup. We have um, Nora's enemy. We have Soraya coming. <laughs> I bet you she cuts a promo on your daughter, Night of Wale Mania. Um, In fact, I'm probably going to egg it on. And it'll just be an inside joke between you, me, and Soraya. Um, uh, We have Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, coming. That's very exciting. We have the TNT champion, Will Hobbs, coming. We have absolute Ricky Starks coming. He's going to be in the building. MVPs coming. We have Big Swole, Cedric Alexander. Omos is going to be there, I think. Uh, he was there last year. And he, when we do this thing called Grap Karaoke, he was, he was singing uh, karaoke last year. And it was very, very funny. What is Grap Karaoke? It's basically like we, you call wrestling grappling. So it's just, instead of just saying karaoke, we just call it, you know, Grap Karaoke. The Graps. I've caught up. I've caught up with it. I understand. One year, Samoa Joe came out, and this was in New York City, and he came, and it was a surprise because nobody knew, right? We we kept it close to the hip, right? And when he came out, he literally <laughs> came through- I think I've seen this video, actually. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and he's like, he comes out, so you hear the music to Jay-Z, bang, 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 bang. My name is Hove, Hove, H to the- And Joe is going so hard, and like the crowd just erupts, and he's throwing up the, the Jay-Z, like Diamond Dallas Page, Rockefeller fella sign with his hands and the crowd just lost it people were like Samoa Joe has the Wale mania moment only to perhaps be upstaged by Tom Phillips <laughs> Tom Hannafin <laughs> okay so real if you didn't know if you weren't in Dallas last year Tom Hannafin lovely lovely man but he's very white like there are stages of white <laughs> he is so white <laughs> And that's coming from me. And you're pretty white, too. I mean, I'm a white dude, but I'm like like a two on the white scale. You're maybe like a six. Hannafin's a ten. Like, he just, it's translucent he's white. He's capped he's, out, yeah. yeah. He's, al- he's an alabaster brother. Like, that's, so So he's there. He, he's, he's cutting his promo, and he's sitting down on a chair. Oh and um, Kaz's co-host on his podcast, Say Less with Kaz, Lowe, and Rosie, starts twerking on him. 
Oh, and shit. you could just tell oh he was, the, you could tell that he was very happy, but he did not know what to do. And it was like hip hop music. So he just stood there like this. Can we make this a social clip so that we can post this video? <laughs> yes. I got to, I got to, I got to get it from, from, from Kaz. I got to see if we could, oh my God, uh, if, if we could, could if we have the clip. Let us to promote Wale Mania to use Tom getting twerked on. Oh my God. We don't do wrestling matches. We don't talk wrestling. You're just going to come. You're going to listen to some great music. DJ Who Kid, 50 Cent's former tour DJ, and Mixtape King is going to be on the set. Oh, my gosh. DJ Who Kid is really uh, invested in the wrestling world now, huh? He wants you on his shows in the worst way. So let's do it. I would love to go on. When you are in, in New York in April, he already knows. He was like, he's like, yo, man, what's up with Renee, bro? I want to have her on the show. I would love nothing more. Please sign, sign a girl up. I was like, she interviewed Jim Jones. She's got hood credit. Do I ever? Wally Mania tickets on sale now. Um, follow me, Kaz or Wale. Get your tickets. And you know what? Renee will post something and we'll, we'll, we'll do it as well. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. I, yeah. If I can't be there, I can at least support the cause through social media. You want to talk about FOMO. I had FOMO not being at Revolution to watch you do the thing with RJ at the pre-show. Oh, it was so much fun. It was a lot of like flying by the seat of our pants because we've never done one before. I mean, I've done a million of them with WWE, of course, but this was like a different format, a different situation. I was by myself. RJ was on the like the red carpet in the back um, doing his interviews and stuff. What was interesting, though, that was so different was we fed the house. For the pre-show. So it was like it was like a pre-show for the house, which was really cool because when we did them before WWE, it really was more for the broadcast where this felt like it was a great way to kind of like hype the crowd up. The match that we had to have that six way uh, tag was incredible. Um it was a perfect match to have in there to have like a 20 minute match while we were doing the interviews, um, you know, just kind of letting people know where to get the pay-per-view, blah, 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 blah. But have to like, you know, I had Don Callis with me. I had Britt Baker with me. I had Sanjay Dutt with me. It was really, really a fun. It just felt like I was able to do the thing that I do. You know, I got to get out there and host and hang out and talk. But it was different because I was standing by myself. I'm used to like having like a co-host or someone that I'm like they're kind of bullshitting with. I did not have that, but it was a blast. I got to work with Mike Mansuri again. Having him in my ear was like, take me to the promised land, my man. I trust anything that he says to me during a broadcast. He's the best. Uh, and my pink suit really worked out. I'm still really thrilled about this outfit. Killed it. You know when an outfit is, is good when I'm getting tweets about your outfit. I think I've kind of like found my groove again. It took me a little second to go like, wait, I'm normally just in sweats and in like mom mode. Also, fashion has drastically changed in the two years that I've not been doing television. So it's like a different beast. A lot of flair now. I've always loved to lean into the flair. But yeah, it's a different vibe now of like what of like figuring out what the outfit's going to be. And maybe this is just me, but as like a 37-year-old woman, a mother, a wife, I kind of like dressing like more of like an adult woman. I don't want to dress like I'm in my 20s because I'm not in my 20s. So I think that's something that like I always kind of think about as I'm getting ready because fashion right now is all cargo pants and fucking crop tops. I don't want to wear a crop top. But anyways, yeah, that's why I feel like a really great suit will always steer me right. Um, I, I've just ordered some really great pieces 
So I th- anyways, I feel like I've kind of hit a good little sweet spot. What was the shirt underneath the blazer, though? There was none. Oh, you were letting the yiddies fly? You tape the blazer to your boobs so that it's not, nothing's going to happen. But you still were letting them thangs dang, though. That's what I do. <laughs> they do their thing. All things considered, post-baby, they're not so bad. They're all right. Okay. But then I just had the necklace on underneath. It was great. It just was a great. the necklace, the blazer, yeah. Let them titties fly. But what I liked about the flare pants was they covered the shoe. Oh, yeah. People were concerned I was going to trip. I was like, that's the look. It can't be shorter. It's got to be a long pant. This ain't your first rodeo. You were good. No. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? I've, I've worked in worse conditions. But I like the fact that you weren't stationary to a desk. Me too. I did like that. It was nice to like, I feel like I could let my outfit really have its moment. The one thing I will say though, because to do a show like that, there is a lot of prep and I need notes because I have certain things written. I've got graphics written. I've got wide shots written to kind of like welcome people back in. And this is in San Francisco and blah, 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 blah. All the shit that I kind of put together. So I do have papers, which I was holding. I don't mind seeing that I'm holding papers though I mean you see that I feel like Aaron Andrews holds them on the sidelines Megan O'Leavy holds them in in UFC so I don't think it's a big deal to have paper but yeah it was great and I think the whole pay-per-view was awesome like I really love that whole pay-per-view truly top to bottom it was really great I gotta I gotta be honest with you like the build was a little scary Will Ruby, will she, won't she? Well, what, what's going on with that? And how about her promo afterwards? I feel like she really summed it all up really well. Killed it. Girl, when I tell you, I was like, that's the fire. That That is what she's been holding in since she signed. This is what she needs to do now. And it's, it, and it, it makes, listen, it makes sense to put her with the, with the new girls or the outsiders. And she might feel a certain way because the pillars are getting all this like adoration and love and they have the championships and they have this championship pedigree. And she hasn't had like an opportunity to really like like get that that championship taste in her mouth. So that promo was that promo was crazy good. And and the tag team championship match. I love the guns. But if I'm going to be honest with you, I really wanted Jeff Jarrett. And Jay Lethal, the window's belt. Jared has been so good. Sanjay has been so entertaining. But but I'm so glad the ass boys retained. And I really want to see what they're going to do as heels. Because they have been targeting and poking the bears known as FTR. And now that FTR are back. Boys are back. And what did Dax got busted open in two seconds? I know. And you know, it was really fun because I was out there for that interviewing the guns post uh, post win for them. And just watching that match, like, I'll, you know, I watch at the monitor for the pay-per-view, keeping an eye on everything, of course, but to, like, actually be out for that match, you could see how into it the crowd was. So it was, like, fun moments just to add a little, like, levity to what, like, a heavy pay-per-view it can be. Sometimes they killed it. Um, But anyways, no, I I love the pay-per-view. I thought that it was awesome. Super, super fun. Um... MJF and Brian going like the 65 minutes, whatever it was, was like, oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I feel like without sounding like I'm just being like an AEW shill, but like we have really great talent. And I think when people really step up and rise to the occasion, it's a real showcase of like how special everything is there. That's unfair, though, that you can't big up 
the place that you work for and it you oh well Renee Jart works oh there now she's a show. like why why can't you just sit there and actually genuinely enjoy it because it was great also I work there because I enjoy it that trio how good was that trios match oh my god I know yeah it's fantastic let me tell you something Julia Hart that bump was crazy I know she's cool I like Julia Hart a lot she's really really cool where do you think it goes for Max who is his next guy do you think like it goes to to Kenny because it seems like John and Hangman still might have some unfinished business but do another one of those guys get a shot at the championship like you know because that match was crazy too a brick Renee a brick I actually felt a little sick to my stomach watching that match like I I don't know if it's like the more I've seen or what but yeah, I, I did not feel great watching their match. It was a great match, but it was gory and it was gruesome, as I knew it was going to be. And the problem is, is that I feel like Hangman took a majority of what the gruesome nature is. John took it too, but as I'm watching it, I go, there's going to be a receipt for this for sure. That's coming back <laughs> to you, toots. And I'm just right. sitting there waiting for John to get his. But yeah, for, for, the, for the AEW Championship, yeah, you're right. I mean, it could be Kenny. It could be a hangman. We could see John kind of looking for that championship again. Um, there's, I think there's a whole list of people, and I'm, I'm sort of excited to see. I mean, not having Max or Brian on TV, so to speak, to follow up after after that pay-per-view match. I mean, we saw the promos, um, and great promos. Um, but I'm excited to see this week what happens with this, like, re <laughs> Bar mitzvah, yeah. In, in Winnipeg of all places. I know. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to kind of see where it goes and see what's up everybody's sleeve post-revolution. That pay-per-view was, was very cool. It was and great, yeah. I'm excited to see where the builds go and where the storylines go now leading into Double or Nothing, which honestly is not that far away. I know. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be gone out to Vegas again. AEW is in a very good place in terms of who can go where for what title. So they have a really strong main event picture now. The storytelling's in a really great spot right now to kind of see, yeah, where things are going to fall after this. I'm pumped. I'm, I'm excited to, to see what's going to happen moving forward. It's cool. And you're there just being the intrepid narrator that just leads them through. I got to tell you, even even the build between John and Hangman for the Texas death match, you were you were right in there with the promos and it was business as usual, baby. He's going to call it down the middle, but just give a little stink eye, a little little something every now and then. But uh, no, it's yeah, it's it's all really, really cool. Happy to to watch it all and see everybody be so successful coming off of that pay-per-view. Um, well, listen, I think that we did it. This was a hell of a chat couple things we're on amp tuesdays and thursdays 8 30 p.m eastern download the amp app and take the sessions wherever you go you can download this podcast however you stream podcasts as well write review and subscribe on youtube now we, we did all the things is that is, is that us plugging the things we shelled the shells and then you tell us what your taco bell orders are so that way when yes. we do our mukbang for the next time we do Renee and Emilio show. We know what to expect. We'll know what yes. to expect. We'll get, we'll get the orders ready. All right, guys, it's been the sessions. Thanks for hanging out. Toodles. Toodles.